0: Open your Bibles, please, to Ephesians chapter 6. It is good to be in the temple of the living God, where the Son of David sits and reigns with us and for us. Amen. This format of our service is going to be a little different this morning. We will do some extra singing about the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll do some extra Bible reading about Him with the purpose of examining our own selves and delighting in Him alone. We will not have a psalm this morning. We'll postpone the young man that was going to do the psalm to next Sunday, and we'll focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Only God the Holy Spirit can convince your heart and your mind how important the matter is before us. Right. Only He can convict you enough to want to examine your own heart to see if you're truly in the faith. The vast majority, the vast majority of those that love Jesus don't know Jesus, love Him, or are even connected loosely to eternal life. John 6 should have shown you that. John 6 is serious business. And the Lord Jesus Christ would ask you Will you go away also? Right. But we want to respond the way Peter did. Yes. Amen. Ephesians 6 and the last verse of this wonderful epistle to that church has these words by our beloved brother Paul. Grace. Grace. We all need it. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity, Amen. Amen. The apostle Paul was very discriminatory and appropriately so and righteously so. Grace, God's grace, God's favor, God's mercy, God's blessing be with all of them. Don't miss one that loves Jesus Christ in sincerity. That little prepositional phrase in sincerity tells us that there are many that do not love him in sincerity. They love Him in pretense. They love Him in habit. They love Him for carnal reasons, as you considered last evening and as we'll consider today. But what about you? What about me? I don't want to be distracted with anything. I don't want to be distracted with our church, politics, government, health, strength, finances, doctrine but we want to be embracing Him and loving Him in total sincerity, offering ourselves sacrificially to Him to serve Him in any way that He shows us. Turn back a few pages to 1 Corinthians 16 for a verse that I use often, and it deserves to be used since no one uses it but us. For the most part, you know how I mean a statement like that. I start at verse 21, closing out this epistle. The salutation of me, Paul, with mine own hand. If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema, maranatha. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. My love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Paul was discriminatory about his love. He focused it on those that were in Christ Jesus in that 24th verse. But look at that 22nd verse. Ephesians 6, having introduced to us that little prepositional phrase, insincerity, look at this stated to a church. Paul's church. Paul found this church. Paul formed this church. Paul built this church. Yet he writes to this church and says this, If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema, maranatha. Anathema is a curse. Let him be cursed. Maranatha is the coming of the Lord. Let him be cursed at the coming of the Lord if he doesn't sincerely love Jesus Christ. You love Jesus Christ by your passion for him your sacrifices for Him, your willingness to do anything for Him, your love of His people, your love of His worship, your devotion to Him is your love of Him. If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, Paul said that to his own church. I'm not too harsh or too hard to say it to this church. I've said it to myself a lot of times leading up to right now. If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema maranatha. Let us examine ourselves. John 6 is going to give us occasion for preaching against others, but let's keep the emphasis on preaching against ourselves and being distracted away from the love of the Son of God himself, the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, that we would fall at his feet, that we would bathe his feet with tears, that we would grab his ankles and not let go, that we would say, Lord, here am I, send me, that we would say, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And we would go do it for him with passionate eagerness and cheerful gratefulness that he could and would use us. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Holy Father in heaven, we thank thee, Lord of heaven and earth, for the gift of thy son. We thank thee for sending the Lord Jesus Christ into this world 2,000 years ago to lay down his life for us. We thank thee for his flesh, which he offered on the cross. We thank thee for his blood, which was shed in Pilate's judgment hall, Herod's judgment hall, in the dusty streets leading to Golgotha and on that horrible hill where he laid down his life for us. We thank Thee for the Lord Jesus Christ. We bless and we praise Thee. But we ask, O Lord, that You would pull the veil back that blinds so many today, that blinded the Jews of the apostolic era that they could not see the Lord Jesus Christ, even though they might see the miracles and know they were logistically or mathematically or biologically impossible. They did not see the Son of God on earth. Oh, Lord, we want to see Him. We want to see our Savior. We want to see our Lord, and we want to fall before Him, tearing out every idol, willing to pluck out our right eyes and cut off our right hands to be His faithful Mm -hmm. disciples. Oh, Lord, hold us that we will never turn away from Thee and go back or go away, but that we will stay with Thee as Peter and the eleven did. Heavenly Father, we cannot do this without Your Spirit. There is no preparation. There is no presentation. There is no participation that will do it for us without the grace and the power of Your Spirit. Heavenly Father, By the Holy Spirit of the living God, stir up our hearts and our minds today to see and to love and to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Cause us, convict us to confess, to repudiate and to revile our foolish, carnal, worldly selves and any distraction that we have allowed to cheat our love of thy son. Heavenly Father, we utter these words with the spirit that is willing within us, mustering as much energy as we have ourselves by your spirit and the new man. But, O Lord, we seek more energy, more strength. We know that we can do all things through your Son, which strengthens us. Help us now, Heavenly Father. Our flesh is weak, It screams against Christ. It screams for the world. We are no better by nature than these foolish seekers that wanted to make your son king for carnal reasons. We are no better. Heavenly Father, help us today. Draw nigh to us. Fill our assembly. Come down and worship with us and help us. Lead us and guide us. Let the singing redound to the glory of your son, Jesus Christ. Let it move our hearts and move our minds. Heavenly Father, as we sing praises to him and make our commitments to him and ask for him to come to us and not to pass us by, but while he's calling, before he turns away and sends so many who have foolishly relied on their carnal ambitions into an everlasting hell. O Lord, save us and come with salvation in our hearts and restore unto us the joy of thy salvation as we have experienced in the past. These things we need, these things we beg thee for, we cannot cause them to happen ourselves. But O Lord, we are willing in thy hands and under thy blessing to love thy son more and more today. Heavenly Father, we pray for no less blessing for every assembly and every scattered sheep of Thine that calls upon Thee in sincerity and in truth. Be with them this day as well. We're thankful for our nation. We pray for Thy kingdom. We thank Thee for every good thing we enjoy every day. But, O Lord, we do not want to think about our bellies, about our lives, about our balance sheets, We only want to think about our souls and their everlasting dependence upon the Lord Jesus Christ, who was sealed to be our surety. Now be with us. In Jesus' name, amen.